0: So I was on Clubhouse the other day and I hopped into a room and they were talking about censorship, censorship on Clubhouse. Apparently there had been some event where something was said in a room and that person was banned and that room was shut down and they were having a conversation about what is going to be Clubhouse's guidelines going forward once the app is actually made available to everyone to be able to download it. And it was in the context of this idea about the the, the tension or the battle between protecting free speech and protecting people, protecting people's safety, making sure people don't feel unsafe on a platform. And in the context of anti-blackness, let it be clear that certain ideas, certain speech can lead to real world violence against black bodies. And this is not just for black people, but all kinds of people, all minority groups. Free speech can be hate speech, which can lead to violence against people. And so it got me thinking a lot about what's happening with Twitter and Parler ever since Joe Biden was projected to be the next president of the United States. There has been mass downloads of Parlor, which is supposed to be the unbiased version of Twitter where conservatives can go there and they can share their conservative views without worrying about being flagged or having their accounts locked or being taken down. And this is like literally the most popular app on the App Store as of yesterday. And It got me thinking again about this tension between protecting free speech and protecting safety. And the conclusion that I've come to as of now is that you can never do both. There will always be a trade-off. Twitter has gone down the route of trying to protect against disinformation and therefore censoring some views. And Parler is going the whole other way. Their entire value prop is we are not going to censor you, and certain groups are flocking to it in order to take advantage of that. And I think at the end of the day, what this leads to is just the decentralization of the internet. During the social media age, you know, there have only been six to seven apps that really dominate the conversation, not only in America, but across the entire world. Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, Google, you know, these apps on our phones, these are where we go to converse. Facebook, I forgot a big one. <laughs> these are the places we go to have these conversations, but what we're learning is that these these platforms, they cannot enforce their own guidelines consistently, or they at least cannot make their user base feel like the guidelines are going to be enforced consistently. And at the end of the day, the only way to enforce the guidelines consistency consistently is to make a decision. Make a choice about whether you care more about protecting free speech or protecting safety. And I think that's what's going to have to happen. I think we're seeing the beginning of the decentralization of the Internet, where there will be a Twitter for all kinds of groups an Instagram for all kinds of groups, a clubhouse for all kinds of groups. Not just with identity politics, but also with certain viewpoints, certain perspectives, certain life experiences. Because at the end of the day, all of these platforms will be able to cater directly to what people care about, whether it be free speech or safety or whatever it is. Because what's been clear about 2020 is that these platforms, big tech, they're not going to be able to make everyone happy. They're going to have to make decisions. And if they're going to have to make decisions, then other apps are going to be created and are going to become more popular in order to fill the gaps for people who feel like they have been decided against when it comes to big tech. And so I think that's what we're seeing. One thing that I love about Gary's perspective is that in the long run, technology goes in circles and that we're kind of living through this period where social media or the current state of the internet is bringing us back to the way things were when we were all in small 150 person groups as hunter gatherers. Then we knew everything about the people in our group, but knew very little about what was happening elsewhere in the world. And I think that could be what happens as the internet continues to mature. We all silo into these highly decentralized, highly specific groups that meet our individual wants and needs where we can get really, really deep and have really, really deep connections with people who don't even live where we live, but we're going to end up cutting ourselves off from the rest of the world. There will be no mainstream media that anyone really, really trusts. And I think that will be both good and bad as everything is, but It's something that I definitely think will happen. That conversation on Clubhouse, along with what's happening with Twitter and Parler, has confirmed that belief for me.